Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Hey Ananga, it's good to be with you again for another Slayer session. So we're coming together today to talk a little bit about emotional freedom technique or EFT. And I thought that it would probably be a good idea to start in a place of my first curiosity, which is why does tapping or EFT have sort of a snake oil reputation, at least in the States? I'm just, I'm wondering why you think that is. And you're the expert. You've written a book. You know that this technique works. And obviously we're here today to share it with our listeners. But I thought I should start there because until meeting you and creating a relationship over these last couple of years, you know, this was something that really seemed to me to be a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Suspicious. <laughs> and so I thought if it was okay with you, we could kind of start there and then run through the questions that I have about this technique. Sure. It's a great shame because the gentleman, the originator behind Emotional Freedom Techniques, a gentleman called Gary Craig, and he really is a gentleman. He's a very honorable guy. He's worked very hard to present this technique and explain it very carefully. It's a simple thing. It's not rocket science, but he's certainly invested an incredible amount of time in providing quality training materials to share it with others who want to use it. And instructions, written instructions, and many, many demonstrations. He's a very generous man, and he's certainly onto something that's incredibly useful. I guess sometimes these techniques come along that are genuinely useful, and they're easy for lots of people to do. So sometimes people get a little bit excited about them, and their presentation isn't necessarily so well thought out, a little bit over the top, and yeah, sometimes things end up getting not such a good name, like here in the UK, Reiki, which is a very ancient, genuine healing practice, is something that many of us curl our lip at, unfortunately, just because sometimes um, the way it's presented and the way it's taught, it's not so palatable. And maybe it's part of something just becoming so popular that many, many people are using it and not everyone presents so professionally. Having said that, there are professional training bodies in the States and in the UK, which are very reputable and they tend to favor working with people who already have some counseling experience or some therapeutic qualification life coaches very good to work with because they know how to converse with people cleanly how mm -hmm. to present professionally so it's the preference that it's those kind of people that are presenting the technique but it is so easy anyone can do it and anyone can talk about it uh, thank you for clearing that up i really appreciate it because what's coming for me now is the realization that my suspicions came from the delivery of a mm. couple of people, for sure. And they were so over the top. It was almost an arrogance. Like, I have everything in the world figured out because I know how to tap. <laughs> yeah. Which made me think, like, right, okay. And it really kind of took me away from wanting to dive in deeper. Sure. Until talking with you about it. I've done a little bit of tapping, and I've got to tell you, I feel silly when I tap. <laughs> and I do. I feel very silly and very self-conscious. And, and at the same time, again, that, 
that inner critic is wondering how something so simple can be so powerful. What do you think about that? I think it looks absolutely ridiculous when we tap. <laughs> As you know, I've stood up on stages and done it in front of hundreds of people and I really had to uh, get over myself because I knew that what I was sharing was going to really help them. But initially I would feel daft. So it, do it does look a little bit silly, but it works. And the tapping actually is working on the meridian system of the body, the same as acupuncturists use. And tapping is just a very accessible do-it-yourself way of doing a little emotional acupressure. So it looks stuffed, but it really works. Mm. So the power comes from the accessing the meridian system in a, in a mm -hmm. proper way. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And tapping makes it very easy to do that. Sometimes when I'm feeling like really down or, or low energy, it seems like even tapping is too much to ask of myself. And, you know, thankfully I'm not feeling like that way a lot, but I'm just wondering how you handle something like that when a person is just so low energy that, mm -hmm. that they just feel like even that's too much. Do you have yeah, any suggestions? Sure. Absolutely. I mean, I've experienced that myself and I think many people have. It's a common thing that sometimes we just feel so flat that we really have trouble picking ourselves up. So if it's something that you really want help with, then seek a professional and do go to a Pucker EFT website. We'll put some resources on Anxiety Slayer so people can find out where to go. Um, get help from somebody who's experienced and well qualified in the technique. If you're feeling really low, seek some help. Otherwise, if it's something that you're willing to come back to later, then just give yourself a break for now. Go out for a walk, take a nap. Just take it easy on yourself and understand that right now I don't feel up to this, but I may give it a go in the future. Don't pressure yourself over it. Or, you know, you can just tap anyway. If you're feeling low and low on energy, then you can just sit without worrying about picking a phrase to set yourself up and just mechanically tap through the points and take a few deep breaths. Don't think about it too much. Just by doing that, access the feeling of lowness and help it lift a little bit. Mm. Good point. But, and I like how you bring, you bring back in the self-care. If, if you're tired, take a nap. If you're feeling low, get some fresh air, those kinds of things. They do make a big difference. And I think sometimes when you're in that place, when you're feeling filled with anxiety or low or however we want to describe it, often we forget that those simple things can make a difference. Yeah, don't make it worse on yourself by allowing yourself to feel a failure because there's something else you feel you can't do because anxiety can really mess with your head like that. So if you're genuinely confused, then get some instruction. Look up a tutorial. We're providing simple step-by-step -step information on how to use EFT for anxiety very soon. Get some help. Get some guidance from someone who knows how to do it. Mm. In all areas of life, we need help learning how to do things since we were kids. So that's okay. Take yeah. it easy on yourself. If you need help, get it. If you need to rest and come back to it later, then do that. Or if you just are able to just mechanically tap and breathe, then that will help lift your spirits and help you find a bit of clarity. So just see where you need to go with that. But no pressure. What I really like about what you're saying as well is that it's okay to ask for help from somebody mm -hmm. who is certified, somebody who is qualified to be a witness for you. Yeah. And, and it might not happen in that, that moment where maybe you really do need to just rest and you know, lie down or whatever, but to come to that place of understanding that 
maybe in the beginning as I'm learning these techniques, that it might be better off for me to have a witness, somebody who's qualified and, and can really help me understand what I'm doing as I set up my phrase and as I tap through my body and make it feel a little bit more concrete. Absolutely. Yeah. And that can be a very valuable experience. The first time I encountered EFT, I phoned up a professional and booked in a telephone consultation and got them to talk me through it. I wanted to experience it. I'd read about it. I was interested. I still thought tapping looked silly, <laughs> but, I, but the testimonials and the information I was reading was solid enough and well enough presented for me to take it seriously. Mm -hmm. So um, I booked an appointment and arranged to have my own experience with somebody who really knew what they were doing with that. And that was me convinced. And that was me certain on how to do it for myself. And then I went and took trainings and began conducting trainings. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's very, very validating to, to go through anything with somebody who knows how to do it. Yeah. Well, and I think that that was a big turning point for me when you offered to work with me th through a session so that I could have a better understanding with you as my witness and with you as the professional versus what I was doing on my own. Because it, I wasn't really sure how to know if tapping was working. And I guess mm -hmm. that leads to the next question. How do I know or how do you know if tapping is working for you? Mm. You can feel it. You can feel the change in your body. The EFT routine is very cleverly set up in a series of simple steps where you begin by assessing how you feel. So just for a general example, let's say you're feeling really anxious. So you ask yourself, out of 10, how anxious do I feel right now? If one out of 10 is calm and relaxed and 10 out of 10 is totally out of your mind with anxiety, where do you fit on that scale? So you just have a think and give yourself a rough guideline of a number, maybe it's six, seven, eight, just pick your number, jot it down on a piece of paper so you don't have to worry about remembering it because usually you don't. <laughs> so just scribble your number down and then work through the EFT sequence. Set yourself up with your simple statement, even though I'm feeling terribly anxious, just in your own words, how you feel. You tap the sequence through with your fingertips. You take a deep breath and then reassess. Okay, if I felt, say, for example, seven out of 10 anxious before, how do I feel now? And then, you know, if you, if you can say, or four or five, then you know you've dropped down a couple of points. But you can also feel the difference between a four or a five and a seven on your self-assessment scale. So if it's working, you feel it. You feel the difference. Okay. It's very tangible. That does make sense. And again, from the experience that we had, I could feel a significant difference while working with you that I didn't feel when I was kind of fumbling around doing it myself. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to be playful with EFT initially and just try it in a few different situations. Get familiar with it and don't worry, am I tapping in the wrong place? Am I saying the wrong words? Just, just be a little experimental and get used to it until you start to feel some changes. And usually after two or three goes, you will find, oh, actually, this is. It's clearing my mind. It's lifting my spirits. All the particular thing I'm tapping for just really doesn't bother me so much. Mm-hmm. So again, take it easy on yourself, experiment, play with it. But if it's something that you're seriously looking at, getting some emotional relief from, get some help. Mm. How does tapping clear your negative emotions? It's a really fascinating thing. It's not a new thing at all. This emotional freedom technique, it sits on theories that go back thousands of years. Basically, as we briefly mentioned, we have these meridian channels running throughout our bodies. 
and they're connected with the major organs of the body, like the stomach, the lungs, spleen, liver, gallbladder. And in traditional Chinese medicine, it's understood that those inner organs aren't just connected with biological or physiological function in the body, they're also very significant to us emotionally. For example, the lungs are very much in Chinese medicine connected with grief and nostalgia and feelings of suffocation or heaviness when they're out of balance. So an acupuncturist is able to read your pulse, listen to the tone of your voice, look at the color of your skin, look at your tongue and your eyes and get lots of information from you about what you're going through. And they then know where to apply needles to specific points along the meridian lines to help you. And I have a friend who recently had an acupuncture treatment where he put one needle in one place on her arm and she just burst into tears and felt immense relief from something that she'd been feeling emotionally suppressed by for years. Mm. So acupuncture also deals very beautifully with, with the emotions we're storing up within us. And that was a lung meridian point, as we just gave the example of, of feelings that are, that are stored in that energy channel. This acupuncturist knew a certain point that was very good for releasing feelings of suppression and, and grief. Mm. And just by putting a needle in that one point, she just immediately burst into tears and has felt better ever since. So this is not a new science, but what EFT does is it takes 12 of those points, because there are hundreds and hundreds of them, it takes 12 of those points which are particularly beneficial for our emotions, for anxiety, for stress, for negative core beliefs, for trauma, all those things that we carry within us. EFT uses those 12 points, and by simply tapping on those points, we can stimulate those acupuncture points and help ourselves release negative emotions. So what it is, is a distillation of an extremely complex and ancient science being made very, very simple and accessible as a DIY self-help tool. Mm. Thank you. I can never remember the proper tapping sequence. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it's just because this is still fairly new to me, but I'm just wondering, do you have any suggestions that can help me and, and others that are listening? remember the sequence? Yeah, for sure it's because you're new to it. Once you've got it down, it's, it sticks in your mind quite simply. Uh, I know lots of children from the age of about five can remember it once they've been through it a few times. So it's just a question of familiarity. But of course, when we're anxious, anxiety being a state of extreme mental overload and suffering, we don't want to learn anything. Sometimes we feel that putting the kettle on is too much to ask when our mind's really giving us trouble. So you can print out a quick start guide, which again we'll provide on anxietyslayer.com. Under this podcast, there'll be some resources. So there'll be a free sheet there with the points on. Print that up, keep it in your purse, stick one on the fridge, stick one on the bathroom mirror, wherever you feel inclined to give yourself some self-help. Just have them dotted around and work your way through. Mm. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's so simple. Thank you. Yeah, and once you get going with it, there's a very elegant flow of the points that are used where you just start at the beginning of your eyebrow next to your nose and then you work round to the outside of your eye, under your eye, under your nose, on your chin, down to your collarbone, under your arm, and then the finger points. You never have to go backwards or forwards or cross over any areas of the body. You literally just start your way at the top and work your way down. So it's quite an elegant sequence, quite easy to remember. And do you always do it on the same side? What side are you supposed to... You can use either side. Those channels in Chinese medicine, they're bilateral. They're on both sides of the body. So, for example, the lung channels that we were talking about, they run all the way down your arms into, your, into both thumbs, both sides. So you can tap either side, either hand. Okay. And switch it about. It's okay. Excellent. 
So I'm wondering if you're in a position where maybe you're in a social setting or at a social function or whatever, and you might be feeling overwhelmed or filled with anxiety, do you have to tap for EFT to be effective? Or can you use the self-acceptance phrase, um, kind of running that through your mind just to kind of clear, clear your head? I'm just wondering if you always have to tap for EFT to be effective. You don't always have to. The tapping is particularly effective because the points used are all on bony areas of the body. So when you tap, it sets up like a resonant effect on that area. It's like sometimes it's referred to as percussing, like you're drumming on those different areas of the body. And that's particularly effective for stimulating those points. And that's why tapping is emphasized. But you can hold them. You can massage them. Some people do EFT in their mind where they just meditate on sending an intention or a thought to the point. And oh. They can do that after they've been playing with it for a while. The body becomes so familiar with those points being balancing and healing that it really gets it. And you can play with EFT in your head like that. There's lots of ways you can do it. One really nice thing if you're feeling really low and, and flat out is to just gently massage each point in a little circle. Just take a nice deep breath and then just move on to the next one. Which is actually something that you could do fairly easily even in a social setting because it's, it's not like you're going to be spending a lot of time in in any one of the areas absolutely okay. i've used just the points on my hands just massaging the points on my hands if i've been in stressful situations or challenging situations mm. put my hands in my lap and just massage the tips of my fingers and just take some deep breaths nobody knows you're doing it right oh that's great do i always have to use the self-acceptance phrase the self-acceptance phrase is a really handy thing, and what it basically does is helps you tune into the issue you want to work on. Just like if somebody wants to score a goal, they don't just kick the ball and let it ricochet around. They're aimed on the goal. They know where they want that ball to go. EFT is like that. We've got so much going on in our bodies and our minds that if you want to target a specific emotional issue, a core belief, a particular facet of your anxiety if you put it in that acceptance phrase you will get to the core of the issue much quicker and you will find EFT works particularly effectively for you but because anxiety is such a highly emotionally charged state anyway if you find yourself just feeling really awful and anxious then you can just tap because you are tuned in it's right there right in your face gotcha. again if you, if, if you want to get, work with specific areas and work through sometimes we have layers of issues that we need to work on like the layers of an onion have to work our way through, then use some words, know how you feel, put it in your own language and do that. Sometimes that can be a nice exercise to do at home when you're not feeling fully anxious, just when you want to give yourself some support and, and chip away at something. That's a really great way to do that. But if you're out and about and you feel like you're going to have a panic attack, then just tap, just start okay. tapping. And okay. that's what the quick anxiety stop is for. No words, just three points. So an example of one of these self-acceptance phrases might be, even though I'm feeling anxious, I love and accept myself completely. Mm -hmm. But put some emotion in there as well. When you feel anxiety rising, your mind will have some way of identifying it. Try and get those words. Try and get the words that your mind throws up. So an actual definition of what's going on beyond? Yeah, or just imagine that, say you're with a really close friend that you can tell anything to and you start to feel bad, what would you say to them? What would be the way you would describe it to somebody really intimate? Just a couple of words. Not everyone says anxiety. Sometimes people have a symptom, an itching in their throat, a hollowness in their chest, a sinking in their stomach, mm -hmm. a physical precursor before things blow up. If you can get that, tap for that, okay. then you'll have very good results. 
Okay. So then we don't need to be too terribly concerned about how the phrase flows as long as it's personal for us and as as long as there's how you feel and then the acceptance of how you feel. Does that sound right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's It doesn't have to be complex. You're not going to get it wrong. You might not get it 100% right, but you'll still get some benefits, some tangible benefit. And the more you experiment with it, the more benefit you'll get. But it works very easily. I've seen hundreds and hundreds of people of all ages use EFT and get very, very good results with it. And most of those people, if I've seen them again, you know, 10 years down the line, they're still using it and they've shared mm. it with their friends. It's, it's not something that you want to forget once you've learned it. So if you're working on something pretty deeply emotional, like you know, the layers that you were talking about earlier, mm -hmm. I would suspect that there's going to be an emotional reaction as you're clearing. So I guess, I guess it would be a good idea to let our listeners know that they may cry. They may um, really have an intense burst of emotion, which is really a release of mm -hmm. what they've been holding on to, right? Yeah. A lot of people refer to EFT as the tearless trauma technique because it's used a lot for people with post-traumatic stress disorder where the experience is much more relieving than distressing, much more. It really does get you feeling very calm very quickly. And what I particularly like about EFT is that it brings your intelligent resources back online, your creative intelligence. My consistent experience with it is if I'm using it for something heavy duty or something that's really upset me, is very quickly I'll start to get ideas about how to deal with it. First of all, it just doesn't seem so bad. Then I'll start to get ideas. And it's like my intelligence, which was previously swamped by emotions, just starts kicking back in. Mm. So the experience with it tends to be very positive. But people do sometimes need a bit of a cry, a bit of a release. Sometimes people's tummies start rumbling. There's some digestive signs that something's going on. Or a very common one is if you start tapping on a particular point and you start yawning. And yawning is a, a way of the body releasing energy and relaxing. So that's a sort of a feedback that lets mm. you know something's going on. Okay. Oh, great. Thank you for clarifying that. So I do have one more question, and that is mm -hmm. once you start to understand the benefits and the, the power of EFT, can you do too much of it in a day? I think it's a good thing to do every day, just as a self-care exercise, clearing your mind before going to bed, making sure you're nice and relaxed and positive in the morning. It's a fantastic self-help tool. It can make you feel quite energized, quite relaxed and positive. But if you're working on intense emotional issues, then just take it easy on yourself and be thorough. Don't do, it's not so much how, ta how much tapping you do as how many things you try and conquer in a day. You can leave yourself quite worn out when you start just tackling too many things that might be some emotional skeletons in your closet and you let too many of them out without resolving them thoroughly that can be very uh, overwhelming and exhausting so it's not so much how much you tap as how many things you try and tap on so just be thorough be persistent gentle with yourself and just do one thing at a time and then you'll start to feel much lighter mm, okay great well thank you so much for really bringing our listeners and and me up to speed on the benefits and the power of this technique. I think that, um, well, I think it would be a good idea to share information about your book. I mean, you are an expert in this field. <laughs> yeah, I, I wrote a book um, a few years ago now. It's called The Art and Science of Emotional Freedom. 
or sometimes my publishers release it as the art and science of EFT. And it's available on my website, um, livingbydesignonline.com. It's also available on Amazon. I'm not sure if it's available in the States on Amazon, on amazon.com, but it certainly is in the UK. But uh, very soon on Anxiety Slayer, we will be having a specific EFT self-help package, which is just for anxiety and just makes the learning process very simple and very supportive. Mm, great. Well, I look forward to working with you on creating that package. And thank you so much for a great conversation today about emotional freedom techniques. I look forward to coming together with you again for our next Slayer session. Me too. Thank you, Shan. Thank you. Do you feel mentally overloaded, confused, or upset by setbacks and overcoming anxiety? Do you worry that you will never be able to properly rest and relax? If you're sick and tired of feeling like you're taking one step forward and two steps back, the Anxiety Rescue Kit can help you find your feet and move forward in conquering your anxiety. The Anxiety Rescue Kit is a collection of written advice and guided relaxation exercises to help you address mental overload and anxiety, especially if you feel you are experiencing a relapse or setback. To find out more, visit the Slayer Store at anxietyslayer.com. <laughs>